Welcome to Fort Riley, the podcast. Hello, I'm Tom Roost with the Fort Riley Garrison Public Affairs Office. Today, I'm talking to Fort Riley Supervisory Biologist Derek Moon about the Ice Sportsman Program, conservation, and a little bit about what he loves about working on Fort Riley. Ice Sportsman was a program designed by a company from North Carolina to help uh, military installations. It was actually designed for military installations to track they're recreationists, people coming and going out of the woods, and uh, we use it for multiple reasons. Safety, tracking who's out there in case somebody gets hurt and doesn't come back. We, we know they're out there, kind of have a rough idea where they're at and can go find them. We also use it to it's as an information portal. I mean, we have all of our hunting regulations, our fact sheets, and everything. All the information is on the, on the web page that you would need to help you navigate any sort of recreational activities on Fort Riley. We update those. I was updating some today. I updated a fish stocking report today. We just we stocked trout this afternoon or this morning and updated that. So uh, fish stockings, hunting regs, deer stuff, open and close. That's a big one. Open and close area. That's part of our safety portion of that. We um, when units coordinate with range control to check out a unit, we we interact with range control every day and change these open and closed areas to keep the soldiers safe and and recreationists safe. Uh, it's a very useful tool. And, and it also, that using that, working with range control like we do, allows us to utilize the installation a little bit or offers up more hunting opportunities and not just hunting, but recreation in general. Yeah, I mean, it's multifaceted, but a safety, safety deal and then information, because there is a lot. I didn't even think about there. Um, we've got links there to the privately owned firearms range at MWR. I mean, we got their, a link to their schedule and their information. We've got, uh, there's trap and skeet events going on. We'll have information on that. The, the training videos and uh, login out procedures for people wanting to use the ATV range and training area 10 are on there. Um, we've got information about mushroom hunting and all sorts of stuff. Just about anything you want to do out there. We it's there, and if not, our contact information is on there for questions. We we like to encourage people to go out. And it's 785-239-6211, and actually my email address is, is there under the contact tabs. Working as a biologist on a military installation, things are, are a little different than I've worked in the past for Kansas Department of Wildlife, Parks, and Tourism, doing similar type stuff. We have a unique, we've got guys out there training the military vehicles, and they actually help. Part of my job as a biologist, what interested me was promoting wildlife, helping populations thrive, um, bird populations, deer, what have you. What I'm, I'm interested in several things, mainly birds, but take pheasants and quail here on the installation. we got those most game species in the United States, most game species anywhere in the world, like early successional habitats, uh, stuff that which tall grass prairie makes up a big chunk of Fort Riley. That's the birds thrive in that early successional grasslands and stuff. And then, then we got these tanks. What do you mean by successional grass? Well, instead of uh, if if we didn't burn this prairie and we didn't manage this prairie in the way that we're doing. It would eventually all turn into timber and forest. Mm -hmm. So, but the tanks and the vehicle training that goes on out here keeps things knocking back. They keep trees from growing. They start wildfires and 
and uh, which we're out there burning. Most of my crew's out there burning right now to help promote this early, early sessional stuff, which animals like quail and pheasant, well, more so quail than pheasants, but um, quail, prairie chickens, some of these native birds, native grassland birds. Really thriving. Thriving that stuff. And, and, uh, they need those, uh, sunflowers that pop up when the ground is disturbed and that type of stuff provides food and shelter, you know, for, uh, brood, for quail broods running up and down the tank ruts where the sunflowers are growing. I mean, that, so, I mean, we, we try and restore if training goes a little overboard or muddy or whatever, we'll try and plant some native grasses back, but, Mainly, we just try and carry on with what the military training's doing with our burning and some tree cutting and keep these early successional plant species, plant communities, I guess would be the more appropriate phrase, um, out there across the installation. I mean, we plant food plots out there, too, and to try and help uh, have winter food sources for our deer and our elk herds. and as elk? Well as we have elk? Yep. We have a oh wow we have a elk were ex- they know that yeah they were we as the railroad was going through this part of the country that we wiped all the elk and buffalo out that were here initially in uh, Fort Riley oh I don't remember eighty three eighty five somewhere in mid eighties um, wildlife and parks the state worked with uh, people here on the installation and they reintroduced elk and now we have. Kind of a source there, spreading across northeast Kansas. We do have a healthy, I don't know, probably a few hundred, few hundred head that live here year-round on the installation. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we have a, I mean, for this part of the world, uh, greater prairie chicken is kind of a flagship species, um, pretty neat, pretty neat bird species. We have a healthy population of prairie chickens, um, stable. What, what kind of brought you to here? What do you enjoy about this position? Well, <laughs> it was actually prairie chickens. I grew up. I grew up just east of here, about 20 minutes. Actually, is where I home family had cattle. Grew up um, when I wasn't in school or doing else, uh, working out on the ranch, uh, dealing with cattle. And I loved prairie chicken and quail. Those were two things that, from a young age, um, enjoyed hunting, enjoyed watching, and uh, of course. Growing up, you never know where you're going to end up, and I ended up working in a machine shop. Didn't like that standing in a tin building, and <laughs> my wife encouraged me to come back, and, and it was thinking about what I wanted to do. I thought, well, never enjoyed anything more than watching prairie chickens and chasing quail around the creek creek bottoms, and so I went back to become a biologist, cutting, trying to restore the prairie. That's something that tugs at my heartstrings, the native prairie does, and in, uh, position open back up here on the installation so, quite a few years ago now and I came back and I, I love Fort Riley I love the it's a it's a it's a very unique environment uh, some neat people awesome people out here um, like helping the soldiers and working with the soldiers it's very rewarding so um, yeah I can't I mean get to be outside counting birds and all that's a bonus too but I Fort Riley is a neat place. To visit iSportsman and to register, go to fortriley.isportsman.net. There you'll find everything we talked about today, including maps, recreational info, activities, support, and how to set up your account. Thank you for listening. 
to the Fort Riley Podcast.